Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trainer Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we're going to be talking a, a little bit of news that's been going on, and we're also going to ask the question, are guests expecting too much from theme parks? Big question, and we're probably not going to be able to answer it today. But <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're going, to, uh, we're going to at least cover it in some capacity. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Well, I mean, should we kick off about the big the big news? Okay. Which is that Stranger Things is returning to Horror Nights. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I don't it wasn't the best kept secret, was it? Well, no, I there was, was an ad that was leaked. Well but even before about, the even it, before it, that. Even before that, I think it was assumed that at some point, given I mean yeah. we were talking about it probably last year when season four aired mm. saying well this is it, of all of the series series it's, four is, is absolutely perfect for horror yeah Man. it's the perfect fit isn't it yeah. um and considering how it it took a jump up in terms of intensity compared it, to previous seasons yep yeah, intensity and horror i'd definitely say yeah so i think it just fits nicely and considering i mean surely they're going to do something for the final series as well which you think so which is what a couple of years away at least with the, um, with everything going on with the actors and writers strikes true yeah because i mean i think even even still i think it was planned for like 2025 maybe or something like that yeah, and then whether yeah. the whether the um strikes will push it back even further i mean i'm sure i'm sure they will um <clears throat> yeah yeah so I mean, it kind of it kind of fits naturally doesn't it because otherwise it would be a big jump a big gap between when they lasted it to doing it for the, like the final season. Well, they did say there was going to be a jump in the in the actual show. Oh, in the actual show, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But yeah, because I think the last time we saw Horror Nights at Universal was twenty nineteen. Do you mean Stranger Things? Sorry, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? So it's been a good sort of maybe four years. Yeah, because um, it's already. I mean, this kind of links in with the subject of are people expecting too much? Already, there's people like I, I would quote unquote call them hardcore horror nights fans, but I don't even think they're that because there's plenty of hardcore horror nights fans that are really excited about Stranger Things coming back. But it's the people mm-hmm. that always have a bee in their bonnet about something, mm. and they're like, "Oh, this is going to attract the teenagers and the kids." And it's like, okay, great. I'm sure Universal can't. Can't wait to get the extra business from that audience. Yes. <laughs> without exactly, these, that's exactly what they want. Like, yeah, without these know, people, horror nights would not be able to run. It's incredibly no. expensive to run this type of event. Yeah, I mean, and considering considering how well priced it is compared to like the likes of the Disney event. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. it's it's insane value for what you get. I um, mean, so in October, it's on a Wednesday, seventy two pounds. Right. Okay. But your base ticket that doesn't obviously doesn't include if you wanted to do express or anything like that. Sure. Um, so that's that's your base ticket for October's. But assume, uh, I mean, ass- right. I'm assuming that Mickey's not so scary is probably almost twice that price. Yeah. I, I, off the top of my head, and I'm I'm gonna I'll get the price in a second, but I think it is around double that. Mm. Um, now, it's very difficult to actually purchase tickets in this country for Mickey's Not So Scary. It's very easy to purchase them in the UK for Halloween Horror Nights as well. <laughs> so you can't actually buy them via Disney's website. 
How can you not? No, you have unless you've got a VPN at the minute. I don't right. know why they're trying. They hate um, UK guests so much. How bizarre! But there you go. So in August, on a Tuesday or a Tuesday or Friday, it's ninety-six pounds. But this is for Mickey's not so scary. Okay, okay. But if you want to go on the first party night, it's one hundred and thirty-two pounds. <laughs> Right, that is quite a jump. Yeah, that is quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 96 wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but that's in August. Right, yeah. So when, when? sorry, when was the other one? When was the other price? So the price I, I just shared was October the 25th at 70. Okay. In fact, let's go October 31st, Halloween itself. Mm-hmm. £72 I can get a ticket for Horror Nights. Okay. And... Well, according to this, maybe it's sold out. Actually, to be fair, um, so I can I can get as close as mm. on Sunday the 29th, and it's 175 pounds. What for Mickey's not so scary? For one ticket to Mickey's not so scary. Wow. Yep. So so Halloween Horror Nights was the same price between like the 31st and and because it's a tuesday so so at the weekend to be fair on on the sunday which is what i just the sunday date was when i just shared mickey's not so scary sunday yeah. it's 80 pounds saturday it's 107 okay okay 80 pounds on the sunday which is what i was looking at for horror night is, is okay. 75 for mickey's not so scary wow horror nights is infinitely a better event yeah i mean obviously if you've got kids it's you know yeah. it's of, a of it's different with, you know but we're, we're thinking about booking not so scary, mm-hmm. but the price is definitely putting us off. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can if see. If it's been see 80 why. quid, I would mm-hmm. have already booked it. Yeah, already booked it. Yeah, I mean that, that is the fact that I if mean, I it... wanted to go on the day that I wanted to, and I wanted, okay, well it's going to be four adults. Let's say one kid because Phoenix is under three. Seven hundred and thirty-nine pounds. <laughs> oh my god, that is that is insane. Joke, isn't it? Yeah, that is ridiculous. However, let's let's balance the book slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, a one-day Universal ticket for the five of us is about a thousand pounds. Right. Okay. You know, I know it's over a day. It's different. It's not just an evening, but yeah. Very expensive to go to Universal for a day. It is. It is. Um, I mean, that's definitely what I found when we went in May. Yeah. Is, you know, the the Universal tickets are, I'm trying to think, they are cheaper than the Disney tickets, but it's because you're going for fewer days. Yeah. It, it's per day. It works out a lot more expensive. It does. So that's that's the thing. Um, but yeah. yeah, really excited about um, what's there in a minute. So we've got obviously Stranger Things 4, where the details that they shared, basically, you're going to go, you're going up against Beckner, as you'd expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, the way that you put that is just like you're basically just yeah doing the story of season four. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> but I suppose um, as long as, as long as. You're running up that hill. <laughs> You'll be safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wonder if that song will make an appearance. Oh, it has to. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that Master of Puppets will with Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, Eddie's going to make a big appearance there, right? Surely. Yeah, because people are already sharing, saying like, "Oh, I feel really sorry for the scare actors playing Eddie because they're just going to get groped." Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Did people find Eddie that attractive? I don't know, I but don't people know. find I find I feel like people find weird things attractive, like people find Adam Driver attractive. Yeah, that is strange, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, it's a I weird agree. one. I yeah, <laughs> so very excited. Stranger Things for The Last of Us. Chucky's going to be there. I mean, yes, yes, yes. Tick, tick, tick for me so far. Yeah, um, sharing. We'll be able to share more details on Horror Nights in a couple of weeks. Um, okay, still can't say too much more. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah, is yeah. Uh, 
something going on. And yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it this year. Yeah, it's a good start, isn't it? A very strong start. Really strong the, start. the the interesting thing will be, I mean, I, they can't really. They're not going to top that now. No, it's not going to get any stronger but, than that, is it? In terms of like IPs and stuff, you know. We'll have a Universal House rumored to be, um, Wolfman based. Okay. Do they class that as an? They class that as an IP. Don't they, they class it as an IP, but it is their right. own IP. Yeah. Yeah. And then what the other IP will be, I'm not sure. Mm. Possibly there's rumors on Megan. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's bound to be one of those sort of things, isn't it? it one of those a, sort of like horror films. It will be a Blumhouse production, I would yeah. think. And yeah. then next year, I can almost guarantee we're going to have Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that would make sense. That's that, that's a Blumhouse production, and it's out later this year. Oh, is it a Blumhouse one? Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, almost guaranteed. Yeah. Because uh, Universal and Blumhouse have a very, very good... Oh, yeah, they've, they've been there like every year for the last few years, haven't they? So... Topic of conversation. Hmm. Are guests expecting too much from theme parks? Now, the thing that really kicked me off about this was WDW News Today got that like really, really, really irate about something. And it was shocking, I know. I, I know, that surprises me. It, what it was, it is in the sci-fi dining in Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. They had replaced a couple of bulbs in a tower um, on like the backdrop of the restaurant. They okay. replaced a couple of the bulbs, and instead of being red, they were now white, like normal bulbs. Okay. And they were like, "Oh, it's this kind of thing that people are not even going to notice these these bulbs, let yeah. alone care what color they are." Yeah. Um, I can. I'll see if I can. I can find the, the original. Tweet original tweet because i'm pretty sure i replied to it oh uh, here we go so at some point this is it at some point the star lighting was replaced at sci-fi dining but they incorrectly changed the lighting on the antenna towers to white instead of red it's so minute of a detail this is me talking by the way not the tweet it's right. so minute of the detail there i guarantee you the only person that ever would have noticed this is WWE's today so is this so was the light so the light was red before? Yeah. Now it's white. Is it is it a case of there's some red and some white, or is it just there's like one or two bulbs and they've both been changed? It's one or two bulbs. But the cell tower, okay. the cell tower is in the backdrop of the restaurant. Okay. Okay. I don't know, you probably won't be able to see. Like you see those hills there? Yeah. It's it's in amongst that. Oh, okay. Okay. No one's going to care. And they changed it from red to white. They changed it red from white to white, which may be, you know, may be inaccurate because they are red. Right. But, uh, and then, and then, not only did they tweet it, but they retweeted it the next day. This is how angry it made them. I recall an era where people cared about these things, but there's now a sect of this community that simply doesn't care about sight lines or details. I have to wonder if these people like Disney for what it's supposed to be, or just enjoy vacations. What do you what do you think people go to Disney for? They don't so, go to uh, see a, a bulb that is like yeah. I understand if it's so obvious or something's mm-hmm. broke. Like the WDW News today are fantastic at pointing out things that are broken and need to be maintained. And you yeah. know what? Because it gets attention, Disney go in and fix it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean we've seen that. Yeah, we've yeah, seen records of that. Yeah. And but this is ridiculous. No, I mean that is daft, isn't it? It's just it's it's the color of a bulb. Yeah, the average guest is not going to notice or care, um, and and that 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 sort of like retweet that you said about it, it almost sounds like they're gatekeeping yeah. Disney, saying, "Oh, well, if you don't care about this, you're not a true Disney fan." Yeah, it's like, did you did you notice it was red before? Well, like, you know, obviously they they've got this massive spreadsheet of things. Yeah, but it's. I mean, I just can't just go to the just go to the account. If you're listening to the show, go to the account and look a couple of days ago and just see if you agree with us. Because you as a guest, you would not notice this. Mm. The fact that it's got a light bulb in it at all is more than most theme parks would do, like bother with. Yeah. Other theme parks would just have the backdrop that's painted on without any light at all on it. Yeah, like no interactive elements necessarily. Yeah. Because it doesn't need to, it doesn't need it necessarily. And then someone said, someone replied, right? 
oh no, that's totally going to ruin my day. And they replied, and I, I could have gone in on this, but I don't want them to block me because I actually find that content useful. Right, okay. They, okay. they are quite pro-blocking. Someone, and, and then the- Don't call us being pro-blocking. I know. That surprises me. And then they replied, it's cool. You just don't understand what Disney is. <laughs> it's all about the red bulbs, man. That's what it is. It's all about the- what? It's all about those tiny, tiny red bulbs that no one yeah. cares about. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, but then they released another news story that I think is a complete, the reason why they exist. Guest gets irate during Remy's Ratatouille adventure breakdown, slaps iPad from cast member and sends him to hospital. Okay. That's okay. Uh, So this is the thing, like, again, relates to my point. Are people expecting too much from a theme park nowadays? Uh, two, okay. two points there. One, right. the tiny little red light bulb that mm-hmm, no one cares mm-hmm. about. Two, a ride breaks down. Someone gets so mad that they slap an iPad out of a cast member and hospitalise them. <laughs> now, okay, sending them to hospital with minor injuries. Now, that right. could have been the cast member milking it a little bit to, uh, you know, you know what it's like in America. Litigation. Yeah. Uh, but that person would would have been charged with battery and, and banned from the parks, presumably now. You would assume they would have been banned from the parks, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would think so. And and then the other thing is the... I'll, I'll send this to you, because I don't know... If, this never confused me, but it may have confused you, and this isn't to throw you under the bus at all. Okay. But they've, cha- they've put a sticker on the hand dryers in Galaxy's Edge to say that they're hand dryers. Okay. Now, I always thought, found, thought it was quite obvious that they were hand dryers. Right, okay. I assume that they, they look like the, like the Dyson... Um, oh, I don't know what they're called. I'll just, I'll just uh, put it in the Zoom chat. Uh, yes, yeah, I got the, I got the pitch. Because I, I, I never went in the Galaxy's Edge lose. Um because you couldn't find them, or you like you, you couldn't ask them whether. <laughs> well, there was no there. sign. You see, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't have a problem seeing that that is a hand dryer, but I wonder if because they're, they're they're a very specific type of hand dryer, aren't they? they I are. think they're made. I think they're made by Dyson. Those yeah, ones. I think um, so. And I I can I can get it that if people haven't come across them from whatever country they're from. They might not think it's a hand dryer. Yeah, I mean, but you would also expect that you would see other people using them. Yes, and you would realize. I think, like, it's weird that Disney are happy to start backing down on these elements because the the, the text says hand dryer. Um, okay, is that what you're going for? Is that what you're going for? Well, no, I'm just like talking. Talking, yeah, it is. Yeah, but okay. then they're not they're not willing to to back down on like creating a ride set in the original trilogy or the prequel trilogy it's yeah. it's just weird the things that they do they do like this why break your ridiculous rule book for one thing but mm-hmm. not another yeah and it is yeah. a ridiculous rule book we've talked about it before oh yeah it's, it's it's it is ridiculous um they they tried to go they tried to go too hard on the immersion yeah which is the same i i feel like that's the same problem with the star cruisers who would agree um, or oh, yeah. one of the problems with the Star Cruiser um, going too far into the immersion and then realising that actually guests don't want that level of immersion. They yeah. just want to know where the toilet is. Yes, exactly. And they just want Star Wars content. Yeah. Um, which is weird because it's like, well, why, why would Disney, why would you want to back yourself into a corner mm-hmm. and force yourself to restrict it to a certain time period and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, it, it, it just doesn't make any decision. sense, does it? it? Well, it was a very odd decision, and the, and the weirdest deci- decision that was... I'm starting to talk like Dr. Zeus now. Um, the reason why it was odd is because the trilogy wasn't complete, and mm. they'd already made the call, and I think the longer that trilogy went on, the less people cared about it. And, yeah, I mean... I enjoy them for what they were, but I mean, I've said time and time again, why on earth did no one write down on one scrap of paper what the, what the story was going to be over three films? Because yeah. it's very clear they had no clue before making each film. 
Yeah, which is just bizarre, isn't it? Because you think you've planned a trilogy. Why would you yeah. not have an idea of what is going to go on for the entire trilogies? Because yeah, there are some trilogies that don't intend on being a trilogy, like Back to the Future. Sure. As an example. They... Maybe Indiana Jones as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they Although kind they... of work as independent stories. But like yeah. Back to the Future, I think, is a great example because they, they left the, the end of the first one was meant to be a joke, kind of. Right. I, I see what you're saying, yeah. And it was like, you know, we're going, you know, something's going to be done about your kids, Marty. Mm. And um, the fact that Jennifer's in, in the car with them, they, when, they, when, they, when the movie was so popular and they had to make a second one, that's mm-hmm. why they immediately got rid of Jennifer. Because they were like, well, we wrote that bit in as a joke. We don't really want her on the adventure and have, you know, have to write for an extra character, which is why they basically just bend her off as soon as they got to the future. <laughs> literally bend her off. Like, yeah, like dumped in the bins, wasn't she? Or not yeah, in she the was, bins, but by the bins. Literally, pretty much like dumped in the bins. Yeah, and that's why. But the, but the end, then they shot parts two and three back to back, which is why they they tell a bit right. more of a cohesive story. But with Star Wars, every film just like takes the character on a completely different like side mission that makes no sense as to what the previous film. Yeah, and and you've got character development that starts starts and then just completely stops, like Finn. Yeah, yeah, exactly who I was thinking of. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's just it's just weird, isn't it? It is. Um, and uh, yeah, I can't believe that they didn't plan that out better. Oh, it's before shocking. starting. But it, um, it links in with Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. But, so the, my main point around are people expecting too much from theme parks is that um, I'm really pleased to say that I was right. Villain Con Minion Blast is currently testing as of yesterday on saturday the 15th of july yeah. to normies us normies park guests <laughs> which See, that, means that that public testing happened quicker than i thought it would well it's car it was um team it... member previews on friday and yeah straight to in park guests on the saturday right yeah because i i was thinking they were going to do like the team team book um testing for like at least a week or something like that but yeah obviously not yeah and um you know, the reviews coming out are pretty good. But then again, surprise, surprise, me on, on Twitter having conversations with people. Let's call them conversations. <laughs> uh, someone said, um, I'm not going to name names. Wait, is it really, is this really at Universal Orlando? This is the experience, standing duck hunt. They thought, what do people want to do after walking 20,000 steps and waiting in lines? I know, stand more. I'm truly blown away. This looks awful. So I was like, um, you're entitled to your opinion. Uh, when are you going to go and ride it? Hopefully never. I'm not kidding when I say that looks like the absolute worst ride I've ever seen opened by Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, Six Flags, Knott's Berry, ever. I'm astonished. I thought it was a prank, some theme park version of Punked. And then I said, have you thought perhaps that this ride wasn't actually designed for you? You know, right? Yeah, minions ride probably for families. Yeah, I don't think any ride is created for me. I adjust expectations for each ride based on the type, thrill, and story. I just look at this new ride and can't think of anyone who would want any of this. I'm not joking when I say I'm flabbergasted that these decisions were were made. I take it this person never met a child before. Would it surprise you, Dan, that this person likes to tell the world that they own shares in Disney? Ah, right. Okay, that explains it. (laughs) <laughs> but apparently they also have shares in Comcast. Okay, okay, okay. Apparently. Right. <laughs> I mean, clearly like, they've never ridden Fast and Furious either. Well, I'm just like, you know what? This doesn't look like... Doesn't look ama- it doesn't look like it's the best theme park attraction ever made. Okay. Is it pretending to be? No. Yeah. Is it, is it another ride at Universal Studios in, in Orlando that families can do? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, what other rides are there in that part that families can do currently? It's very limited, isn't ET. it? Yeah. I think that's it. Maybe, um, what's the other Minion one called? Oh, uh, Minion Mayhem? Yes, Minion Mayhem. Yeah. I, I don't know what the height restrictions on that is. Um, Piper couldn't do it last year. Okay. Okay. Um, but, the reviews coming out are generally pretty positive. 
Yes, it's screen based. Okay. You know, yes, you're standing on a conveyor belt and you're shooting things, but it's it all coming out pretty positive from what I can yeah. see. I mean, I mean, the comment about like getting people to stand and that sort of thing is like, well, does that really matter? Because you've literally stood in a queue to get on the attraction. So standing for the attraction is not going to make a blind bit of difference, really, is it? No. Like you're going to be standing for the rest of the day, most of the day. Um, I just think to, to say it's the worst ride yeah. across any theme park, major theme park company in America. In a list that includes Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah, and that list includes A, Fast and Furious. And B, and Small World. Is, okay. <laughs> just yeah, to trigger you. Disagree with you there. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was so funny because obviously we're, we're going to America with my parents this year. Mm. And my parents popped around yesterday and my dad was like, I'm not going on it's a small world. <laughs> and Piper was like, You are granddad. Or what she says at the minute is, You are Jad Jad. Um <laughs> and he's I was like, gonna say, not... like, he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to get out of that. No, and like... he's like, I'm not going on it. And she was like, She looked she looked right at him in the eyes and went, It's tough. It's tough. You are. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not. And he's like, and then she said, I'll throw you on the boat, granddad. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> I was like, I think you're going on, Dad. Yeah, I don't think she, I don't think he's got any choice in the matter. And then she, and then he was like, "Well, you're coming on the Hulk with me," and she went, "No, I'm not tall enough." <laughs> and he, didn't, he was like, "I don't know how to answer that." Yeah, I don't, she, she knows the system, so <laughs> she's beating me in my own game. <laughs> you, as you can tell, we talked to Piper quite a lot about. Orlando. Right, yeah. Under, uh, yeah. Understandably, I think. The good parts about Orlando, not the uh, not fast anti-LGBTQ. Yeah. And, the guy. And, and, and Ronald. And Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, those all of those things com- combined, I was like, hmm, are we, are we expecting too much? Now, the other side is it's a lot of money. And I, you know, it's a, especially if you're traveling from the UK, mm-hmm. I think, you, you know, if you're staying on property, whether that be Universal, Disney, SeaWorld, or <laughs> um, Bush Gardens, where, Legoland, wherever you're staying, yeah, you're looking to drop for a family of four, let's say, uh, I would say at least £10,000. Right. All, all, as in, all, in. <laughs> all in tickets, tickets, flight, hotel, food. If you're staying yeah. on property, yeah, that's a lot. You're, of money. you're going to be in that region, aren't you? Yeah, it's a it's a lot of money, and and that's at least. I mean, you could easily spend a lot more than that. Hmm. Now, for that money, you've got high expectations. But what if you're going for the first time? What do you expect? What are you comparing those expectations to? Thorpe Park, yeah, Horton Towers, mm-hmm. Legoland, mm-hmm. Windsor. You know, none of them are particularly fantastic theme parks yeah i'd say the best of the three is probably Legoland. for theme okay i i for theming probably yeah yeah i, think I would agree with that. Not i mean thrill rides. yeah i mean i've not been to legoland for 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 quite some years um but yeah they, their theming is obviously top notch isn't it yeah Alton towers don't get me started on the uh <laughs> Alton towers have a couple of good themings yeah, they do. But I was saying, saying, don't get me started on the um, what's it called, CBeebies Land. Oh yeah, that is in desperate need of some attention. Where's the Where's the David Walliams ride? Is that Alton Towers? Or is that Oh God, yeah. Which one was that in? That's Alton Towers. Okay, Gangster Granny. Ah uh, yes, yeah, that was. Um, did we do that? We did do that. It was awful, wasn't it? It was. It was not a good ride, and the whole area was rough. Yeah, considering I it wasn't that, I did that old. with you or, or um, with my family, but we, we've we've definitely done it. Yeah, I mean, no, you, you, you've done probably anything. done it with your family. Uh, oh. no, I oh, okay, not quite open or too busy. Oh, okay, okay. Terrible. Yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't good. It well, wasn't. No, it wasn't the like, worst thing ever. But... No, I mean, and, and admittedly, we aren't the target audience. We, I, neither of yeah. us have read the book, so. Mm-hmm. You know, fair enough. Yeah, we, we we miss some of the references and things like that. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. 
but it's even i would say your best theme park attraction is you wouldn't need to have seen the thing it's based on to enjoy it Mm -hmm. or read the thing or whatever digested the content yeah and yeah gangster granny was for a new attraction awful yeah yeah not quite Um, fast and furious bad well maybe i wasn't far off (laughs) i think i think it's just it's different different type of bad yeah I think that's up the British humour somewhat saved it, but yeah, just it was so dull outside of that. <laughs> but I think, oh, you know, I think a lot of these people that are like, oh, Bill and Con Minion Tour, well, that doesn't look very good. They're the people that are going to the parks every day and are expecting Velocicoaster every single attraction that Universal open. All yeah. they're expecting, um, you know, Tron may be a bad example. Every time Disney opens a new attraction. Mm-hmm. Now, the other side to it is that Moana Water Fountain doesn't <laughs> look to be particularly great. Now, it's not open yet, and I've not been on, obviously, walk, been on it, walked through it. I was going to say, it's not, it's not an attraction, is it? But I still don't understand, A, why that's in Epcot and not Animal Kingdom. Yeah, uh, yeah, and B, why it exists? Well, yeah, I mean that's that's the big question, I think, isn't it? Because it's just going to be a load of people queuing to try and get to a particular part of the thing mm-hmm. that shoots a bit of water out or does a little water thing, and it will just be yeah. a mess because it's it'll be so small, and there'll be too many people funneling through it that no one will actually get to experience it properly anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and there'll be too many people like trying to get photos and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, yeah. I I don't I I don't understand. I don't understand why they've put it in there. I mean, it seems it seems rather unnecessary. Um and presumably it cost a fair amount of money to put it in place. Well, these things always cost way more than you'd think. I mean, oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's like so MCU projects. So I mean it's kind of all it's all relative, really. So there's an actor strike at the minute. And do you want to guess how much it costs to to make Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3? Um, I would say 300 mil. 250. 250 was that? Yeah. How okay. much do you think Miss Marvel cost? Uh, 150. 225. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can see why Iger wants to cut down. Yeah. Yeah. But also, how how did that show cost so much money? Yeah, that that is bizarre. It's not very good. The I've not seen it. To be fair, the production seen... is bang average. Yeah. The acting is bang average. The actors aren't big names. You're not paying them lots of money. Now, yeah. obviously, since they're being in the show, yes, there'll be some increases when the Marvels co- comes out later this sure. year. But I don't understand how they spent 225 million on that on that team. No, show. no. I mean, I can understand. I can understand Guardians of the Galaxy costing 250. Yeah, um, not guaranteed to get the the money back. Yeah, yeah. I I don't understand how Miss Marvel can cost that much. As you say, like, I think She Hulk was even more than that. Really? Okay. Okay. And the CGI was terrible. It was shocking. Was pretty average. Right. I mean, to be like for 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 She-Hulk, I mean, you're paying for Ruffalo. You're paying for true. Um, what's the guy that plays Matt Murdock? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is, I can't remember what his name is. Um, so you you're paying for a few bigger names there. I don't know who else, I can't remember who else is in it. Um, but even still, like that's expensive, isn't it? Um, and and they're not making their money back necessarily. No, um, and I mean also let's not forget that um, the main actor, I think it's Tatiana, someone isn't a small name actor. Oh, okay. She, she okay. is. She's. A, um, but yeah, outside of those three or four, Charlie Cox is Murdoch. Charlie Cox, yes, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I mean I think that's why we've seen. Well, I mean, there's a few factors there, isn't there? Why we're seeing um, Disney scale back on the MCU and Star Wars spending. At the moment, um, which obviously they announced what last week. Yeah, I mean, I I 
I think that obviously the strike action is going on. People are like, oh, why are these big actors striking? It's like, well, they're not striking for themselves. No, like, they're, they're, they're striking for the collective, aren't they? Yes, that's, exactly. That's what I they're mean, doing. Matt Damon was on, Matt Damon was on the uh, <laughs> red carpet of Oppenheimer. And they, they literally left like midway through that to join the picket line. And, yeah. he, and he had he had like a really good point to say that's like I'm not striking for me. Obviously, I'm not striking for me. But yeah. equally, why are these movies costing so much money? Like, because you're paying someone like him 20 million to be mm. in a film. He doesn't need that much money. Like the studio, the executive producers, the heads of studios like Bob Iger, he doesn't need 25 million at least every year to do what mm. exactly? At the minute, do not do an awful lot because Disney's not looking good. <laughs> He's been paid yeah. 25 million to run the company to the ground as it stands at the minute. Yeah, I think I mean I guess I guess with when you come to like actors' salaries, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because it's almost like a it's almost like a race to the top to a degree. Because yeah. if 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 you know one company's like, well, we'll only give you five mil, and another company's well, we're good, we'll give you 10 mil, 15 mil, then yeah. they're gonna choose the the higher paying production. But the problem um, is these movies aren't making what they were making pre-COVID. Well, no, I mean that's the other thing, isn't it, in terms of like MCU and Star Wars? Because I mean I feel like less so Star Wars, because there's less I feel like there's less content for Star Wars. I've always think there's not enough. And we haven't yeah. had a Star Wars movie since The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, when was that? Like 2019? Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Um, yeah, and, and you know, we've had several TV sh- TV series, but they're not exactly coming thick and fast, are they? I mean, no. Ahsoka's out in August. Yeah. Um, and then before that, it was probably... Um, Andor, maybe? Andor, yeah. And yeah. then you had... Obi-Wan. Yeah, and Andor was like Obi-Wan. beginning of the year, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're not exactly, you know, coming out thick and fast. And they're all um, being watched pretty well. Yeah. I, I feel like the MCU is different. I feel like the MCU, I think that there's a lot of fatigue around the MCU. No one cares about the characters at the minute. No, I feel like since Endgame, it's kind of drifted away almost because they've obviously been focusing on other characters. Yeah. Um, and there hasn't been like a what feels like a cohesive storyline. No, it has been all over the place. Tying, every, tying everything together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's 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 too much, isn't there? Yeah. Which yeah. So it's kind of a fatigue thing, and also the when they do release them, they're not making as much money as they had been previously. Which I don't know what. I mean, obviously. As you say, like the fatigue thing will, will have a bearing on that. Disney Plus will also have a bearing on that, because, as you know, we've had discussions about this before. Why would you necessarily pay to go and see something when you can see it included in the cost of Disney Plus two, three months later? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, and also I've got to somehow carve out two, three hours of my day, which is very mm, difficult to do. Yeah. Um, and so, I wonder whether I wonder if obviously a lot of people are going to be in the same position because obviously the likes of you and me um, were sort of growing up around when all the the likes of the Iron Man films were starting to come out and things like that yeah. and the MCU was starting to form and obviously everyone's a bit older now and they've got lives with children and all that sort of stuff and dependencies. And um, also, you realise you know what I can watch this on my sofa for next to no money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which you know I'm even I'm if awesome. even if you buy. The thing, yeah. like you do with Guardians. I bought Guardians last weekend. It now, was, yeah, even though you had to pay for it, it's considerably cheaper than taking the family to the cinema. Yeah, and also, like, I get it. There's nothing that beats watching a film in the IMAX. Of course mm-hmm. not. Sure. 100 quid for a family of four to go and watch a film at the IMAX. Yeah, and I think... Quite frankly. Yeah, I think the film has to justify it, doesn't it, to a degree? And, like, yeah, I can't really think of a film that would. Indiana Jones, maybe, but the reviews very much sound like that mm-hmm. South Park episode... Been middling, um, haven't they? Yeah, so I'm not not going to go into see, see that at the cinema. Guardians three, I would have done if um if we weren't so close to Phoenix being born. Yeah, but now I can't, can't nothing really. Marvels, no, I'll wait for that to come to Disney Plus. Yeah, you're not going to go and see the Barbie film at the IMAX. Man. No, I don't even know what that film is. I don't. Uh, no, I don't know what the premise is. 
I don't. <laughs> I've seen trailers for I'm it. Like, fine, like it's a you know a yeah. historic retelling. I don't want to go and see that at the cinema. What Oppenheimer no. or Barbie? Oh, is he? Yeah, I mean, I would go and see Oppenheimer at the cinema. Like, I wouldn't say no, but it's—I don't know—it's not—it's not one that I'm rushing to go and see at the cinema. I no. will see it at some point. I'll definitely watch it at some point, but it's three hours. Yeah. I mean, was his life nine three hours? Seconds? Was it three hours of interest? I yeah, I don't. I to a degree, I I understand more the premise than the Barbie film, but I don't quite know what the whole storyline is. Like, what is the end kind of goal? Well, I'll tell you what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. maybe that's all it is. Maybe it is just the telling of the creation and the using of it. I don't, yeah. But I think that is mo- most of it. Right. Okay. I wasn't sure if there was some other twist or thing. Yeah. He, uh, he joins the Avengers at the end. <laughs> they tie it in with like Interstellar or something. I am Nuclear Man. Or Batman. Yeah. What's, what's his face is back. Yeah. <laughs> just get Christmas Gotta stop this bomb. Only one man knows how. Yeah. The Joker comes in and, and uh, takes the uh, atomic bomb. <laughs> oh, dear. So back to theme parks, probably. <laughs> you probably yeah, we, can, we, we got off on a tangent there a little bit, didn't we? So really, really like, you know, what I'm expecting when I go in October mm. is, is not for people to bend over backwards for me because that's mm-hmm. not how theme parks work unless I pay for a VIP tour in which case you should be bending over backwards but it's for things to work for the yeah. most part I accept the breakdowns happen I think everyone needs to accept that and not slap people's iPads and put them in hospital yeah yeah it's it's, uh, it's for things to work for the most part it's for things to look good for the most part mm-hmm. maintained now Disney has started to falter with that, I think, in recent years. I think someone I saw on, on Twitter compared the Smuggler's Run queue in Disneyland, the Smuggler's Run queue in Walt Disney World. Yeah, I saw that. Very different in its maintenance. I was it. Was it just the maintenance they were commenting on? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I mean the, the the Disney World one did look rougher. Um, the the thing that confused me was like the the banister. On, in Disneyland, it went through the pillar, but in Disney World, it went like round the pillar. Yeah, but through. So I was like, why? Why have they gone round a pillar that's not there? Yeah, it's, it's weird, bit... isn't it? And that was that's what confused because surely that's more expensive to do. Yeah, like why are you going round something that isn't there rather than just having a straight bit of metal? Yeah, so, I didn't understand that. Either. Yeah, but in terms of the maintenance, yeah, the Disney World one looked a lot rougher, didn't it? It did, but um, you know, there is a slight difference in throughput. Yeah, there is. Um, I mean, I don't know whether the Disneyland one has been worn down so much that it now looks like clean metal. Yeah, it could be that. <laughs> like, it could be that. The Disney World one is just like the paint is like half off, so it looks rougher. Yeah, um, that, but that's a yeah, I don't know. That's definitely a possibility. So yeah, um, so things need to work. Things need to look reasonably good, yeah. and the food needs to be decent. Yes, Disney World usually check the, ch- checks three of those boxes. Universal Orlando usually checks all three of those boxes. Mm-hmm. Not as not as strong on the food, but yeah, they're getting better. Uh, they are getting better. Yeah, they're getting better. I think. Yeah, there, yeah, there is an improvement, isn't there? But there's, there's, I feel like they're a little way off still. Yeah. Disneyland Paris doesn't... I mean, it fails at the food miserably. There's a big... I mean, it's not it's not even a half tick. It's a big red cross. Yeah. Uh, maintenance, I, I'd say, pretty good. And mm-hmm. rides are usually working, but they haven't added a ride to the main park in, like, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Like, generally, adding new content is 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 very slow. Same with um, Disney World, though, to be fair. I mean, we're getting a, a walkthrough water ride. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. water fountain. Yeah. That's it. Like, what's after that? Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, they haven't, I don't think they've announced anything, have they? 
No. Um, and all Bob Marley was talking about in the minute, because he, he did like a 40-minute interview the other day, and he's like, oh, you know, our theme parks are looking really good. Try and, try and not to talk about the TV and movie output at the minute, because that's not looking at, at, at all good, <laughs> is it, Bob? Is it, Bob? <laughs> no, don't worry. He's got another three years to sort it out. Yeah. I mean, he's literally... I don't know, like, why they're like, oh, yeah, extend the contract. He's not doing a great job. Well... At this point in time. Yeah. I mean, what's the alternative? And he's reversed nothing. You know, he came in saying, oh, there were lots of mistakes made when Chappie... He was very quick to... Yes, he was very quick to sort of criticise. Nothing to reverse any of it. No. Well, most of it. Most of it. He's done a couple of things, hasn't he? But, like, minor things related to the parks. Well, Dining Plan, um, that was always coming back. Yeah. But I guess the park pass system disappearing. I have a feeling that was always going to happen. And I mean, not, not what Chapek said. Chapek uh, was like... Say, yeah, but I mean, you kind of have to say that, don't you? Not defending Chapek. Well, but like... does he though? Does he have to? Because like, if people don't like it, why would you sort of double down and be like, no, this is the future? If you know it's gonna, if you know it's gonna yeah, disappear, no, fair, like fair you, enough. you, I, th- I think you would sort of say, you know, these are the challenges that we're facing, so mm. it's a temporary measure, um, rather than sort of saying, nope, this is this is the way forward. Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you're right, but they're not going until January the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some way off. I, I don't know why that is, but yeah. Um, dining plan's not coming back until January first. Prices have never been more expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was questioning why the parks were empty, which I thought was interesting because he said the locals didn't turn up, basically. And that's interesting. This was for the 4th of July, 4th wasn't of it? 4th of July weekend. And it's, been, it's, very, it's been packed since. So, like, it's not, mm. it's not really a point. But he was saying, oh, the locals didn't turn up, basically, because of the heat. Which is interesting because he's always said the reason Walt Disney World is so busy all of the time is because of international guests. So this is the first time he actually really sat and acknowledged local Floridians and surrounding states in making mm. Walt Disney World work. And if that's the case, if they're the reason, which is what he said, if they're the reason why that weekend wasn't as popular, then they're a significant portion of people going to Walt Disney World. Because it was quiet. Do you think... Do you think the 4th of July is a bit of a outlier in terms of that holiday in particular is very popular for locals and international yeah. guests try to avoid it? Oh, 100%. I wouldn't travel. I wouldn't go to Walt Disney World 4th of July weekend. I mean, I probably yeah. wouldn't be paid me, but outside of that, no. So I wonder if that I wonder if that's like maybe an exception in that the 4th of July weekend heavily relies on local guests. Yeah. But outside of that, they don't, they, yeah. you know, they do Quite predominantly possibly. rely on international. Quite possibly. Um, he, I mean, he was talking like, like the theme parks, especially Walt Disney World. He mentioned Walt Disney World saying like, that is, that is basically the pinnacle of our theme park offering mm-hmm. being so important. Well, if it's so important, Bob, where's the attraction announcements? Yeah. Where's you know, the where's the investment? And which is weird because it's like, wasn't it? It's was like this is the 17 billion or whatever it was that it was going to be invested in the yeah. parks and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, well, where is that? It's all well and good opening up new DVC properties, mm-hmm. but if you haven't got any rides, what's the point? Yeah. Or any new any 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 new rides opening. Yeah. Because obviously they've got buckets of existing stuff, haven't they? They just don't, you know, at the moment they're not expanding on it. Um and there's definitely areas that they could expand on. Yeah. Um, Animal Kingdom being a big one. Yeah, Animal Kingdom is a bit of a state at the minute, isn't it? Mm. It's like it's getting is just a mess. It's kind of getting to the point of Hollywood pre uh Toy Story and Star Wars. Yeah. Well, interestingly, Donna hates Hollywood now. Oh, okay. Okay. For what reason? Well, she used to love the theming before and now she's like well the park has no theme right in what aspect of, of the theming did she like before well it used to be very it used to be like very old school hollywood throughout the park oh okay and like okay. movie making right we, then you lost you lost the streets of america you lost uh, the mm-hmm. Batlock tour you lost the car show 
Um, yeah. And all of that theming really is the only the only place that yeah. that theming exists is as you're walking into the park, and then the, and the street down Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And then the rest of the park is you know, and I get it is is a bit of a mess really in terms of theming. Mm. Yeah, true. Like as a as a as a whole thing, because obviously you've got Star Wars is well themed, but it's like obviously not related to the rest of the park. Yeah. Same with Toy Story. Um, yeah, no, I, I can I see what and she's saying. Like, well, Toy Story is cheap. Well, it looks cheap. Everything about it looks cheap. Everything about it looks like they've done it on a budget. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, it's certainly there's certainly aspects of it that are very rough around the edges. Oh, and they it feels the like they, they cut the slinky da- dog dash ride down significantly. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it. I think it they, works. But yeah, I, I think, I think there's aspects of it that that have not been done well, and therefore they were probably done on the cheap. Mm. Overall, I don't. I, I personally didn't think it looked cheap. It's more of a case of well, that's the style that they're going for because it's like meant to be like toys and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it should but, have opened with a barbecue restaurant. Uh, yes, Why that's taken five years. I don't know. No, it should. I mean, it should have opened with with a shop as well. Who hasn't got a shop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those kind of things. Um, but I, you know, I do miss it. I, I do miss the old Hollywood studios. I, I miss the writers' stop. One of my favorite non-Starbucks locations to have coffee and, and mm-hmm. a slice of cake. Um, that was a real shame when that went. There was a fantastic bar that we would always sit at um, and have a drink um, round by, I forget what it was called. It was next to Honey I Shrunk, the kids' playset. There was a, like a food location there. There was, wasn't there? And on the opposite side, near the backlot tour, there was a bar. Right. That was always good. Osborne Family Lights, one of the best experiences I've ever had at Walt Disney World. Just mind-blowingly good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yes, we've got a lot in recent years. We've had, a, I mean, Galaxy's Edge, dream come true, going into Oak's Cantina for me. Everyone else in my family hates that. <laughs> Everyone. My So I was talking to my mum and dad, and I was like, have you been to Oak's Cantina? And they were like, yeah, yeah. We sat down and walked out. Right. They were like, couldn't read the menu. Couldn't understand what the drinks were. Mm-hmm. Um, prices were ridiculous. It was too loud. They left. Right. I do feel like they need, like, they should have the cocktails and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I feel like they need a full bar in there. They need a full bar in there, and it needs to be twice the size. Well, yeah, there is that as well. Yeah. You shouldn't have to. I mean, you shouldn't have to stand with people that you don't know. I and I just think that's. I get what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make any sense. I'm paying fifteen dollars a beer or something, you know, something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. I should be sitting. I should be allowed to sit down with, with my family and friends and enjoy a conversation. Excepting that it's loud because it's a cantina, but sure. I shouldn't have to talk to some random American next to me who's, you know, apologising, um, giving me their greatest sympathies because the Queen's just died. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm leave me to morning peace, damn it. Although if you want to buy me a beer, that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think these things they've done really well. I still I still think, and this episode has gone off on many tangents, but mm. I still think that the closing of the Great Movie Ride is the biggest mistake that Disney Imagineering have made in the last 25 years. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 yeah. I mean, it feels like a mistake. It feels like a mistake. I, I, I enjoy... Mickey and Minnie's running a railway. I do. I, I think I, it's a, it's I, a great I would ride. put it elsewhere. Yeah, it, it, there's no reason for it to be there. No, it doesn't. It didn't it need to replace the Great Movie Ride. I mean, the, the Great Movie Ride definitely needed to be updated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but there was nothing wrong with the concept. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of people expecting too much. Um, there's the, yeah, there's definitely an element of that. There's, I mean, the whole thing with the lights is expecting too much. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's just unnecessary. Um, yes, um, yeah. I mean, it's just to expand on what you said before about you can't expect ten out of tens for every attraction that opens, and especially if it's, um, I mean, it's not a retheme, but it's not a new build. 
no. from the ground up. No. Um, you know, you can't expect them to be able to create the best attraction in a shell that was not designed for it. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, which is why the likes, you know, the Harry Potter stuff is done so well because obviously they started from a clean slate, pretty much. Obviously, yeah. they, you know, dueling dragons and all that sort of stuff. But this is why, like, I'm genuinely, genuine, generally happy if I enjoy the rides, mm-hmm. they're working, the food is good. Like, that's why I get so annoyed at Disneyland Paris because they get the basics wrong. Like, Casey's Corner was yeah. probably the, amongst the worst meals I've ever had at. A theme park anywhere in the world yeah it's a hot dog you can't get it wrong how can you get it so wrong <laughs> yeah I, I i i don't understand how the food in disneyland paris is the way it is, that it is um considering obviously france is you know known for their food and obviously fast food is different to what they're known for but... I, I, so I think that this is this thing that they've built up over hundreds of years mm-hmm. and the world believes them on it <laughs> but I've been to Paris, right? I've been to yeah. Paris, not Disneyland Paris, actual Paris. Mm-hmm. And the food was bang average. And I went to some not, you know, I didn't go to five star luxury restaurants. Sure. But I went to some decent places in Paris. And the food was bang average. You think it's it's the it's the biggest lie. I think it's a massive lie. Because you know, if you went if I went to a Michelin star restaurant in London, I'd have incredible mm-hmm. food. Yeah. So you know, let's not pretend that it's because I didn't go to a Michelin star restaurant in in Paris. Mm-hmm, the fact mm-hmm. is, Paris and France, you make good wine. That's it. <laughs> and bread. Bread. Oh yes, the bread is nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but you, you know, you they, baked they have goods. they have specific things. Your baked goods are yes. very nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's it. Um. Yeah, but I mean, when you've got the template is there. In terms of Disneyland, Disney World, copy and paste it. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. The ingredients you buy, the, mm-hmm. the way you cook it, the way you serve it, just copy and paste it from yeah. this corner in Magic Kingdom. I mean, surely. Well, I was about to say, surely there's no no reason where they can do that. Um, there probably is a reason, and that's probably the. Well, I can understand why some things might be slightly different because obviously the the. Um, what would be the word? The health restrictions in the US are very different to the health restrictions in the in, in Europe. Yes. In terms of what they can and can't put into some of these foods. Yes. Um, so there's probably that difference, but it shouldn't make that big of a difference. I, I can make a nice hot dog at mm-hmm. home that yeah. doesn't include any numbers. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 I doesn't say edible, but it's more than edible. It's nice. Yeah. Okay, like why does Land Paris can't do this? Is beyond me, and it's not just Casey's Corner. Casey's Corner is the worst example, but it's it's pretty Iperian much. Hyperion Cafe. in Cafe is it's, shocking. It is. It's yeah. the coffee they serve in the parks. Disgusting. It's the you know, it's everything. And mm-hmm. as I said from my trip report back in May, there were some standout examples of that not being the case. And there are some quick services in Disneyland Paris that are starting to shine through a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean. I eat it and I go, you know what? That wasn't disgusting. That wasn't cold. <laughs> I didn't get a little bit of sick in the back of my mouth. It didn't take 45 minutes to clear a line of three people. This is great. <laughs> but I think these are the things I'm talking about when, you know, are we expecting too much? That's not expecting too much. No. I think expecting every attraction in every theme park to be designed for you to enjoy. And I've learned this over the years. I think if anyone goes back to our early, early episodes, I was probably going, oh, you know, if, if if this minion attraction come out six years ago, I'd have gone, God, this looks pants, doesn't it? Like, what are they doing? Another screen-based ride? You're having a laugh, Universal. Mm-hmm. But now I've got kids. I'm like, actually, this is a ride that we can all, okay, maybe not Phoenix, he's only six weeks old, but this is a ride that as a family we can all do. Me, I'll get the enjoyment just through Piper trying to work out how the gun works. And that's what it's about. Like it's the worrying not... thing will be when she's surprisingly proficient with it. Yeah. Well, some of the <laughs> stuff she comes out with at the minute, honestly. I mean, I told you, yeah, I told you the story about is it small world. That's it, yeah, yeah. Nothing compared to, to to what she said she'd do to the neighbours the other the other day. <laughs> which I think I told you about. I don't think you have. Oh, no. okay. Well, she was having I'll tell I'll tell the podcast. She was having dinner and she just randomly went after dinner, Daddy. I'm going to kill the neighbours. 
and I was like, what? I was like, where have you got that from? I was like, <laughs> I was like, why? Why would you do it? And she was like, well, because they threw ro- rub- their rubbish over our fence, Danny. And I'm like, no, they haven't. <laughs> she's, she's made up this whole backstory, not only as to that she needs to harm Bump them, them off. but yeah. the reason as to why. And the reason as to why is quite small, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. That 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 it feels like she's um she's on the same level as the person that swiped the iPad out of the cast member's hand. Yeah, I am a little bit yeah. worried about being banned from Disney when we're like first three year old to get banned for aggressive behaviour. <laughs> she's like the ride's broken down. Oh goddamn, kill you! <laughs> we'll be a we'll be a character meeting a character, and she'll just headbutt Elsa or something. <laughs> Three oh, yeah. front page of WW News today. Three-year-old gets lifetime ban for nothing else in and then kicking uh, Arna in the shins. <laughs> the cold oh. never bothers you anyway, did it did it also? Well this will. Well swift kick. <laughs> um and I think I think we'll call it there. A bit of a, a random episode, but I think these episodes are always good fun to record because there's there's no prep needed other than a bit yeah. of news and uh, we just get to talk rubbish for an hour so there you go we hope you've enjoyed the show if you have please do leave us a review and we will see you again next week ah there you are and just in time there's a little matter i forgot to mention beware of hitchhiking ghosts they have selected you to fill our quota and they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>